Okay, if video killed the radio star, why are podcasts such a big thing? Welcome to another edition of Coyote Tales. I am your host, Donna Shannon, formerly known as Donna Coyote. Uh, Yeah, my DJ days, my radio days, for anybody who ever asked, that was my name. And maybe someday I will tell you the story behind that one. But for now, I bring you a new feature. Headline news from around the world. Starting off on the international beat, residents in Phuket, Thailand, are up in arms over stolen underwear. Yes, you heard that right. Apparently, women's underwear is a hot commodity in this small community, and many of the Phuket women fear that it may escalate into the theft of more valuable items being stolen, such as their vibrators and strap-ons. As we skip across the pond to the United Kingdom, A cat casually descended a ladder without any help from the assembled firefighters who had come to her rescue. But the real news was that London residents, who had been mystified as cat shit rained down from the tree for two days, were relieved to discover that it was just a cat in the tree and not yet another sign of the apocalypse. Coming back to more local news, a stuntman in California soaked in bean dip for 24 hours to save his favorite Mexican restaurant. Also in an attempt to save the restaurant, they launched a new Donner Party vegan meat alternative chili recipe. It's been extremely well received and sales are up across the board 20%. In other news, Los Angeles vegans are disappearing at an alarming rate. And recently, a turkey stormed in and destroyed a dentist's office. Now, many people had theorized that the turkey had busted in in order to get a new grill implanted to impress the ladies during this time of turkey mating season. But we, in fact, consulted with famed animal psychic Laura Stinchfield, who interviewed the turkey and got us the real story. According to the turkey, He claims to have been possessed by the spirit of 1,000 slaughtered fowl, and he was compelled to take revenge on the local dentist who has been seen to eat at Chick-fil-A every morning. Except for Sundays, of course. In the science corner, new Stanford study shows that Zoom calls trigger a fight-or-flight survival reflex. Yes, that's right. Staring at people up close and up their nose is not a healthy thing for your psyche, apparently. But what is most important about this study is that it shows some people continue to be terrified by the concept of doing actual work, regardless of whether it is in person or on Zoom. Think about it. You know somebody. Yes, you do. A reporter was robbed of his camera at gunpoint while filming a piece about robberies in the area. Taking place in the hills outside of Los Angeles, local residents were shocked as people continued to be robbed in broad daylight by these brazen thieves of all of their worldly possessions. And in our final story of the evening, the porn industry production in the Los Angeles area is up 20% as a producer and director team find a professional camera apparently abandoned on the side of the road near a park in the Los Angeles Hills. Congratulations, entrepreneurs. 
Danielle Yes, reporting the important news of the day just really takes me back to my old radio days. Because, yeah, in truth, I really did work in radio for quite a few years and technically, literally started part-time in the mailroom and worked my way up through the business office until I got onto the morning show. And uh, you know what? Radio really doesn't pay very much, but it has some great perks. In the three years that I worked in the business office, I got t-shirts and concert tickets and books and Rocky baseball tickets, hockey tickets and food. Oh my God, the food. We had free food almost every single day. I don't think I bothered to bring a lunch in the three years that I was there. Because you know what? You just wait around long enough, somebody is going to feed those DJs. But uh, the really cool thing is we also got the unclaimed prizes. So if somebody didn't come in to pick up their prize, guess what? Us scavengers were on it. And uh, not only did I give breaks to the receptionist, uh, I had to deal with her so that uh, as soon as something was coming up close to its expiration date, yeah, we were watching that and just kind of would get updates on, yeah, sorry, they came and got the OzFest tickets. Oh, but you know what? I've still got the coupons for the Blimpy Sub. I was like, Blimpy Sub, awesome. Now to give you a little bit more perspective, I was also a single mom with three kids in elementary school at this time. And this blimpy sub coupon was for a three foot long custom sub. Technically, when I got the certificate, it was expired and you had to call ahead and they'd make your sub like 24 hours in advance and you go in to pick it up. So we're walking in with my kids and I know we have to sell our story to make sure they don't give us any, you know, grief about having an expired coupon. So I tell the kids to make sure you look really, really hungry when they bring that sub out. Okay, we're going to sell this thing. They bring the sub out from the back and my James, my oldest, brilliantly looks at it and he goes, oh, is that great big sub all for us? Yay, we get to eat today. So, yes, we got our free $50, $60 sub or whatever. They took that expired coupon. No problem. Thanks, kids. Way to sell poverty. But we also, through the mailroom, got any unclaimed mail. For those of you who don't know, people send stuff to the radio stations all the time because they're trying to get a mention on the air. So that's where all the books come from, right? First run books, so they're press releases. There's sometimes you'll see samples of products and sometimes you'll get something a little weird, uh, especially for KBPI in Denver, which is basically the heavy metal station around here. And you know, they're just going to get all kinds of weird stuff. The receptionist clues me in because we got this book for KBP or it wasn't a book. It was a box. Got a box for KBPI. We don't know what it is. We have to open it to figure out who it goes to because we had five different radio stations all in the same location. Hence why we have to open their mail. You don't put a name on it. It means the scavengers are going to see it first. So we opened this box and there's like this weird sex toy in it. Not a vibrator, not a dildo, 
not a strap on. It's shaped like a tongue. Yeah, it was specifically a toy that could perform cunnilingus so that you don't have to. And like me and the receptionist look at this and go, well, there's no name on this. I guess it goes in the unclaimed pile. Donna gets to take it home. Yay. Of course, you're going to try it out. You can't have something like that at your house and not try it out. <laughs> you wouldn't take it home if you didn't want to try it out. So, you know, me and my boyfriend, we give it a shot. It's okay. It's not that great. And then a couple of days go by, two, three days go by. And the morning show team asks reception if they happen to have seen any boxes come in from this particular company. And we're like, no, the name doesn't sound familiar. No, I don't know what that is. Can you ex describe the item? Maybe we've seen it. So then the two shock jocks are trying to explain this thing to my receptionist while not really explaining what it actually is. Oh, yeah, I know that thing, exactly what you're talking about. Donna took it home. So they call me down in the business office and they're like, Donna, did you take this thing? And I'm like, yeah, but you can have it back. We only used it once. I'll make sure to clean it really well. Because they were like going to try it out with a listener or something, like get a review. And <laughs> they couldn't very well use used sex toys. What? You mean people who listen to the radio don't want a prize as a used sex toy? It, yeah, I had to pay for that one. So anyways, another thing you're going to get a lot of free things at a radio station is booze. Alcohol is a thing. A lot of times, especially on like a Friday afternoon, many of the stations, especially the FM stations, would sponsor like our first Fridays. And you would think all the DJs would be hitting it heavy. No, it's the sales team, the salespeople who want all the free booze. If you know anything about salespeople, that's really not all that much of a surprise. But the most I ever drank any event that I went to with the radio station was actually at a concert that we were producing. Don't ask me who the artist was. I have no idea. I can't remember. But it was at the Ogden Theater here in Denver. And the Ogden has a balcony in the back. The balcony was set up to be the VIP area and for all the staff. I think at this point I was actually air staff, but I can't really remember. And I'm going to tell you why there's a lot that I don't remember about this particular evening. So first and foremost, it's an open bar. That's always a great sign. I go to the bartender and I tell her, I think I ordered like a Jack and Coke or something like that, which is really unusual. I don't normally go for mixed drinks. I normally just go for, you know, straight up double Jack neat, right? Maybe a chaser after that. But I was wanting to massage things and look cool. So I got a Jack and Coke and a cute little glass with ice cubes and everything. So I get it and I start drinking it and I've got it about halfway down. So I've already slammed my way through half of it. And I look inside the glass and it's a little weird. There's something strange in the, amongst the ice. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I look at it and I lift it out. And it's an earplug, you know, like those foam earplugs that you put in to protect your hearing at loud concerts. And I'm like, 
what is this in my drink? And I go up to the bartender and I tell her, hey, you gave me a drink with an earplug in it. And she says, I thought I saw that in there. And I'm like, why the fuck did you serve it to me then? And she's like, I am so sorry. I am going to hook you up for the rest of the night. So I didn't get any of the other the pussy watered down drinks for the rest of the evening. My things were a, like a double jack with a splash of Coke in there. And uh, that's kind of the last thing I remember from that evening. And uh, let me tell you, as a serious alcoholic, I have very few blackouts, but that was a blackout. Well, I hope you enjoyed some of my stories of suffering. And uh, definitely, if you like what you're hearing, give me a like, give me a follow, maybe even give me a comment. If you don't like it, just kind of keep it to yourself. And uh, the world's mean enough. You don't need to spread more meanness. My name is Donna Shannon. This is Coyote Tales, and I'll catch you next time.